sure that it is recording today. Why? What's the point? What? <laughs> What's the point, Trevor? The point of recording? Oh, you want to do it twice? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it twice. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, guys? Welcome to your health class. I'm Trevor, fitness and nutrition coach. I got the best co-host over here, Teague Cole. How's it going? You nailed that line, Teague. You're welcome. I'm proud of you. I know. Relax, okay? This is this is what I do. Just, you just explain who I am and what I do, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day going? Uh, not bad. Um, fasted right now, you know. Not really hungry. Not really not hungry. Right in the middle. So you're like ready for some food, but... I mean, my body could probably use it, but... I don't really feel hungry, so yeah. I feel like I'm at that point where I can just go for a while mm. without needing food. I feel like it just comes back to that like almost habit of just kind of wanting to eat food right now, though. Yeah, we generally have our time where we eat, right? Yeah, it's kind of a tradition, but sometimes you got to break traditions. Switching it up today. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the same spot you're at. Yeah, I haven't eaten yet. Feeling good, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I'm kind of ready for some food, but I could probably keep going another couple hours if I wanted to. I feel like I could go into tomorrow and be fine, mm. but I don't know if I want to push it that far today because <laughs> food's delicious. So, <laughs> Rice bowls specifically are delicious. Ready for a rice bowl right now. Oh, yeah. That's what we're doing today. Hope you guys are having a good day. <laughs> <laughs> so, today, we're talking about fasting. Oh, wow. Right on topic, right? Right in a leeway, right into it. It's almost mm-hmm. like we knew. Almost. <laughs> Luckily, we didn't have to record this episode twice for Teague to know. <laughs> yeah, that's the good thing about it. <laughs> so, we're talking about fasting, what's great about it, what it even is, what quantifies it, and some strategies so you guys can get the most out of it. Okay, first off, I want to premise this with something. It just entered my head, and this is how I always thought about it. So... For example, I compare a lot of things to like nature. Mm-hmm. So I've had like pets in the past, right? Yeah. So I had a pet lizard. And people always ask these questions, can I feed it this? Can I do this? Can I do that with it? So think about this animal in the wild. Is it going to wait to eat this meal or is it not going to eat this bug that walks in front of it because it's this certain? No. It's going to react unless it obviously knows that, that thing is dangerous to it. It's going to react. It's going to be like, bam, it's got yeah. its meal for the day. Or is this meal too big for it? Well, you'll find out because if it tries to eat it, then it would probably do that in the wild, right? Mm -hmm. So I think about that almost like in terms of us too. Like say we're back in like caveman days or whatnot. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to really imagine this, okay? (laughs) Okay, I'm living in a cave. Yeah. And you're going to go out and try and hunt, right? Try and get your food for the day or whatever or for the week. But say you don't get a meal that day, then what ends up happening? You have to fast, right? Mm-hmm. You can't get any food in you. So, okay, all right, next day, we're trying again. Going to go on a hunt. Guess what? You don't find anything that day either, okay? You're still fasting. Okay, next day. Bam! Find a deer. Boom! <laughs> Bambi's gone. Oh, my God. But Bambi is fueling your stomach. <laughs> You're so, making this too personal, Teague. <laughs> but if you think about it, it's like, 
I think about it as almost like this natural thing, you know? Yeah. Like it it would have happened back then. Mm-hmm. So I feel like obviously a lot's happened since then. We're programmed different ways essentially, but it's like natural for us to like go without food for a certain amount of time, I feel like. Like your body knows what to do. Exactly. So why would you have these systems and everything set up if your body didn't know what to do and had no idea what this was, you know? Mm-hmm. Your body knows what to do. It'll take over. It'll start kicking into overdrive and start burning fat on your stomach or stomach on your body and everything <laughs> like that. So that's the way I like to think about it. I wanted to premise that before we started just to give people this idea of like, it's really not this taboo thing, you know, like if your body knows what to do, can it really be that taboo? Yeah. Boom. Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> It's always better when you end it on a ride. Exactly. I wasn't even trying to do that, but boom. <laughs> exactly what Teague's saying. So your body knows what to do with fasting. So putting it in this state, especially when you know and are consciously doing it, mm-hmm. it can have some tremendous health benefits, especially since you're essentially giving your body a break from food, a yeah. break from all the hard work it's doing. So before we dive into like all the benefits and the strategies and all that, I think it's really important to clear up what fasting actually is, what quantifies it, and all that. Alrighty. So your body is can essentially be in two states. You can be fed or you can be fasted. Okay. So fed, your body's breaking down food. It's primarily using that for energy. Yeah. But if it's not getting enough from the fed, it's gonna pull it's gonna pull some from your body fat. But the thing is which is a deficit, right? Essentially. Yes. So you're not getting enough energy and you're at a deficit. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Or calories. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> when you're in a fasted state, your body doesn't have anything in its system to break down. Mm-hmm. And so this triggers certain uh, certain other functions that we're going to talk about in a minute because it's not devoting all the energy to breaking food down. Because that's actually a super energy expensive thing to do. Yeah. Is to break down food turn it into energy, and it's not as good as at repairing itself when it's trying to do all that. Mm-hmm. And so it takes about 8 to 12 hours for your body to get into the state. Yep. So especially what you've eaten last. It's like a, a super – oh, sorry, I interrupted oh, no, you. Go ahead. I was going to say if it's like a super heavy or dense meal, I assume that would be like – yeah. Like if you just ate a steak dinner with like 10 potatoes or something, <laughs> like I imagine that would sit in your stomach for a lot longer. Yeah. So definitely depends on what you ate last. Mm. So that'll determine if it's going to take you eight hours, if it's going to take you 12 hours, even longer, even shorter. This is just a rough time period to kind of think about it in. Yeah. And just the reason we're thinking about it this way is because some people, if you're not if you're following the standard American diet or whatever, mm-hmm. or how I used to eat, where you wake up, you have breakfast. Yep. You're doing that at what? I wake up at 7, probably eating about 7.30. Mm-hmm. Then you have lunch at 11 or so. And now you're going to have a snack in between, have dinner, maybe some dessert. And so you're constantly eating throughout the day. And when you're eating, when you first wake up in the morning, there's no break in between for your body. Yeah, you, you might, never you never hit that fasted point during the day. Mm-hmm. You might never hit the fasted state, even at night. If the first thing you do is eat in the morning, yeah, you might never hit that fasted state. And when you're not hitting that fasted state, you're not going to be 
burning your body fat as efficiently mm-hmm. or accessing your body fat as efficiently. Yeah. And also you have to think about everybody's metabolisms. Like mm-hmm. some people that like eating all day is fine. You know? Yeah. If you have a fast metabolism, you can do that. Or if you need to like get in a ton of calories because your metabolism is so crazy, mm-hmm. that's fine. But if for someone who's like going throughout the day, eating these meals and, still packing it on like you need to think about that yeah like should you be eating throughout the whole day your body obviously doesn't need that much right Mm -hmm. but anyway sorry (laughs) (laughs) and so this kind of brings us to our next question Mm -hmm. why would you do this to yourself like starve yourself of food oh i mean we brought it up a little bit but there's tons of tons of health benefits to fasting well you're talking about it like it's something bad I guess that's probably how people view it, right? Like it's this torture or something. Mm-hmm. Well, when I first thought about fasting, so uh-huh. I started with intermittent fasting. Yeah. I was like, this seems crazy, but I'm going to give it a try just because it's starting to become more popular. And mm. I saw some science on it that kind of backs it up. Yeah. So why not try it? And so the first week was miserable. I'll be real. Like <laughs> I was just doing 14 hours a day. So. 14 hours I wasn't eating, and then I was at an eating window of 10 hours. Yeah. So not even the most restricted thing, but I was used to waking up, eating, having a snack, eating, eating lunch. Like I was (laughs) just eating eating all all throughout the day. (laughs) Yeah. But at this point in time, I was trying to lose a little bit of weight. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll try it. And next thing you know, a week later, after – Kind of like having to push through it for the first week. Yeah. Because I was just hungry all the time and it, my body just did not feel natural with it. But then I hit a point where it's like, oh, I haven't eaten yet today. <laughs> oh, I accidentally just hit 16 hours. I didn't even eat yet today. <laughs> and then the more I got used to this, the more I realized I did not need to be eating all the time. And I felt yeah. amazing. Like yeah. I felt so much more mentally clear, so much just fo- more focused and not thinking about where am I going to get my next meal? Yeah. What's, what am I doing for food next? Ooh, I should go get a snack. Like, I feel like, like you're the one who introduced me to fasting for the first time. And I was like really skeptical about it, but I did it. You know, I was mm-hmm. dedicated to the diet and I was going to do it. And yeah, like at the start, same thing for me. It was, it's like, it's very miserable because yeah. your body's used to getting this food or it's used to getting, for me, it was like a surplus of calories. Like it, it needs all this. It's like, that's what I'm used to. So it almost felt like I needed it. But you hit this certain point after like a week or so or whatever. It's different probably for every person. But you hit this point where it's like you can just function without eating almost. And I feel like you hit this certain point in your fast too where it's like you you get a little hungry. Before, well, I normally get a little hungry. I'll get mm-hmm. hungry and my stomach's growling. It's like, oh, I want food. I want food. And then you go past that and it's like. You feel really good. You feel great. Right. And then you can just hold it off for however long. Obviously, I don't recommend holding it off for a really long time unless you're experienced and you know what you're doing. But you can hold it off and hold it off. And then once you get that meal, it's like it could be anything I feel like. And it's just the most heavenly tasting meal (laughs) because it's like you're hungry and it tastes so good. This brings us into benefit number one. You first experience that true hunger Mm -hmm. and you appreciate food more. Yeah. Which I think is awesome because when you're eating all the time, you feel like you're hungry all the time. Exactly. Yep. 
But once you actually push through for that first couple of weeks mm. and your body gets used to it, you'll feel what real hunger is. You'll feel like, oh, yeah, you'll know. Oh, oh man, <laughs> I need to eat right now. I feel depleted. Let's get some food. Yeah. Whereas there's sometimes where it's just like you push it a little bit and it's like, oh, the hunger goes away. Yeah. That probably wasn't real hunger. And so it teaches your brain to differentiate between when do I actually need food and when I just want food. Yeah. I feel like most people never hit that point or have mm-hmm. never hit that point where they, their body actually needs the food. It's like it's screaming for it. It's like, I need this. Like, yeah. I need energy from somewhere. And I feel like, it's almost like you can only burn your fat on your body for so long when you're fasting. It just doesn't provide the same energy as food. I mean, it'll give you energy, but it's like you're on this like low, like monotone kind of energy mm-hmm. where you can kind of get stuff done. Like I've functioned on it before. Like I think I did 30 something hours one time fasting. You can function on it, but it's like you're not going to be at peak performance. You're going to be humming along, at least for me. Yeah. So that comes down to what your body's used to burning. Yeah. And so when you can get yourself in a ketogenic state, uh-huh. that can actually change, okay. which is pretty cool. But that's a topic that is huge and <laughs> definitely for another day. Yeah. But I also like something you said where most people don't ever get to this state. Yeah. And so if your goal is to lose weight, this is amazing because then you actually know, am I overeating? Am I undereating? Then you don't have to do things like count calories. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like stress about your food all the time. You just let your body tell you. Hey, I need some food. It's, I actually need some food. Not that exactly. I feel like having food right now. I feel like a lot of what people are doing, especially if they're a bit overweight or really overweight, is it's all emotional. Mm-hmm. Your, your mind, or it's like, yeah, your mind is trying to like look for something, like you're bored or something like that. So you're like, oh, I could eat. You know? Yeah. There's tons I got of- room in my stomach. I can eat. And I've been to that place before too. So it's not like I'm just talking out of turn or anything like that. I've I've had that before where it's like, I'm full already. I know I'm full. I just ate like something huge, but it's been an hour and I'm bored. So let's find something else to eat. (laughs) Also, like going on with that, keeping your mind occupied while you're fasting. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes I find that I have that day where I'm fasting and it's like, I need something to occupy my time with Mm because I am really hungry. Yeah. And I will hit that point eventually, too, where it's like, okay, this is fine. Like, I can get through this. But that point in time where you're starving, try and find something to do. Try and find something to occupy your time. Listen to music, read a book, whatever. If you can get past that point, it gets much better from there. Exactly. And that's going to be crucial for your goal to lose weight, just to Mm -hmm. feel better. Yeah. All that stuff is going to come down to understanding your hunger and being able to push through it when you need to. And give your body what it needs. Yeah. And so, so the University of Illinois at Chicago found fasting to be just as effective as a calorie-restricted diet for reducing insulin resistance. Okay. What does this mean? Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> so, insulin resistance is what leads to diabetes type 2. Mm-hmm. And it leads to obesity. Okay. Big things. Mm-hmm. And so by reducing these markers, making your body more insulin sensitive, uh-huh. you're going to be able to use your energy better, burn your fat better, be in overall better health. And you can do this by simply fasting. Oh, that's easy. Because what they did in the study is they took people that were eating a little bit more calories. Uh-huh. 
and they were fasting versus somebody that was restricting their diet and cutting the calories. Okay. So imagine if you were to combine these two. So basically the only difference between them is one was eating it pretty much all the time or mm-hmm. all throughout the day. Yeah. And then they, the other one was restricting their, okay. Yeah. Time. Got it. So they weren't Not focused. A huge difference. Mm-hmm. Well, they just weren't focused as much on how many calories they were eating. Yeah. So instead they were just focusing on eating within a certain window. Mm-hmm. Not really tracking calories as much, and their calories tended to be a little bit higher. Okay. But they were still able to reduce their insulin resistance. Okay. But it also kind of brings up the point that if you were to pair fasting with a calorie-restricted diet, yeah, that you could get more benefit from there. Because then you can really start accessing your body fat better. Got it. And kind of going back, sorry, backtracking mm-hmm. a little bit, but... If you ever wanted to appreciate food or appreciate a meal more in your life, fasting is the answer. (laughs) It'll make you appreciate food so much more. Exactly. Because you hit that point where you're like, you're ready to eat Mm -hmm. and it's like you're cooking and you're making something good for yourself and it's healthy and it's like, and then you get that in your stomach and you just, yeah, you're happy. (laughs) For real. Makes you appreciate it so much more. (laughs) And then to go along with these benefits, it also has anti-inflammatory effects. We okay. talked about this a little bit so far yeah. of how important it is to reduce inflammation for fat loss, reduce mm-hmm. inflammation for your overall health. And fasting helps that. How? how? You might be wondering. I am wondering. <laughs> so it, we were touching on this earlier. Mm-hmm. So it gives your body a break. Yeah. It lets okay. your metabolism slow down. It's not doing as much. Or doing anything, hopefully. Yeah. And so your body can use energy everywhere else to repair, to reduce inflammation. It's like turning the machine off at night. Yeah. I was just thinking of like an analogy as far as like, say, there's a factory, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it can be. Uh, it's a carpet factory. They make, they make carpets. Yeah. Okay. People go to work however many times a year, however many weeks, however many hours a day. And um, does the factory ever stop? Well, I mean, depending on if they switch people in and out, but I'd say, yes, the factory stops certain times a year, right? Mm-hmm. So think about your body maybe as a factory. Does your factory need a break every once in a while? I'd say yes. I think it's beneficial. It's, it sounds healthy to me, right? Yeah. You shut your the whole system down for a little bit, almost do like a reboot. Everything gets to like relax. Everything gets to maybe clear out and then it's nice and fresh and ready and it's healed up for more food. Like well, like what you're like what you're saying right now is think of at the end of the day how the cleanup crew comes in. Yeah, they yeah, clean exactly. up, restore everything back to how it was. Yeah. And that way it can function even better the next day. Yeah. And so your body's doing that exact same thing. And it's huge for your brain health too. Hmm. First off, anti-inflammatory and having less inflammation in your brain. Uh-huh. Is, is going to help your brain function better. But also, they fa- uh, the National Institute on Aging mm-hmm. found intermittent fasting protocols to protect your brain neurons. Oh. It's linked to the inflammation, linked to the <laughs> fact that your body is using its energy more efficiently. Yeah. I feel like everything health-related can just be immediately related to brain health and like gut health and all these other factors. Mm-hmm. It's almost crazy, isn't it? Crazy how healthy all your whole body links together. Yeah. Working as one. (laughs) 
this also goes along with longevity, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Because you're keeping the factory clean. It's working better. And it just makes sense that the better you treat your body, the healthier it is, the longer it's going to last. Yeah. Built forward tough. Oh, my God. <laughs> longer, stronger. No, that's not forward tough. Yeah, I don't. No. <laughs> yeah, just live forward tough, guys. That's the motto for today. Built to last long. Yes. That's their okay. motto. Something like that. Okay. I so. don't remember it. <laughs> longer, stronger. <laughs> Never mind, never mind. Don't listen to me. So the goal of today is to build your body forward tough. And well, I don't like forwards, so Oh my goodness, <laughs> we can't win with you. <laughs> but yeah, sure, that works. <laughs> That's a good model to live by, right? <laughs> OT. OT. <laughs> uh sorry, go ahead. Essentially doing what your body needs. Uh-huh. To be more resilient, to live longer. There's going to be a correlation between how resilient your body is and how healthy it is to how long you live, obviously. Well, I think it goes along the lines of almost everything, you know, like mm -hmm. when your heart's beat your last beat, you know, your heart can only last for so long, right? Your organs can only last for so long. Your muscles will eventually give out at a certain point when you're old, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you constantly are putting through food through your body over and over and over again, you never give it this break, you never give it a rest, it's like, what do you expect? Yeah. You're constantly having to put your organs through processing all this stuff and doing all this stuff for you. It's like, give it a break every once in a while. <laughs> it's not the worst thing, I feel like. Which goes straight into the fact that your heart health is actually affected by fasting too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so there's a cool study out there. So the University of Alabama did a study comparing an eight-hour eating window and a 12-hour eating window with a group of obese men. So both groups maintained their weight, but the eight-hour eating window group had decreased blood pressure and improved insulin sensitivity. Okay. So neither one of their goals was to lose weight in the study. Yeah. It was just showing how effective it could be for protecting your heart. Yeah. How effective it could be for helping you potentially lose weight because you're becoming more insulin sensitive. Mm -hmm. That's really cool to think about. The fact that your body by just fasting is just going to be better at being a body at functioning. Yeah. I feel like, like I said, at the start, this goes along with like your body knows what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I'd say these health benefits are uh, a marker of that. Yeah. It's like your body knows what to do. It's used to not going or it's used to not having food for maybe a long period of time, maybe a, a shorter period of time, but it's used to it, you know? It can adapt. It knows what it's what it's doing when this happens. Like, all right, I'm going to do my thing. Mm -hmm. You're not going to – you're not putting food in your body or you can't find food. Something's going on. I got you. I'm going to kick into overdrive. We're going to shift these gears that you haven't turned <laughs> in who knows how long, maybe recently, maybe never. Yeah. But we're, we're going to kick these gears on and uh, you're going to feel a little weird, right? You're going to feel a little crazy maybe. You're going to feel starving. Who knows? But your body's cool with it, you know? Yeah. Maybe not forever, right? <laughs> you can't not eat forever, but however long you want to put it through, it's probably got you. Well, it's super important to remember too that this stresses your body. Yeah. That fasting is a stressor. Mm -hmm. And so like exercise, like anything, it can be overdone. 
you can put your body under too much stress and you're not going to get those benefits you're looking for. Exactly. But think of it like exercise. Like when you exercise, it breaks down your muscles. Mm -hmm. It stresses you out a little bit. But your body can come back better and stronger. So here, it stresses your cells out and allows them to come back stronger. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it goes along with everything. Like find your limit, basically. Mm -hmm. Find your point. Dance along that that line and you'll find out where you need to be. Find out where, where it's too much and everything like that. Everybody's got different limits. Exactly. Which leads us to our strategies for the day. Oh, my goodness. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So the first one is the simplest one, intermittent fasting. Yeah. So intermittent fasting is just a daily routine mm-hmm. of restricting or creating an eating window. Yeah. So okay. this could be a 12-hour eating window, an 8-hour doesn't matter what I would do to start with is just keep it at 12 hours. Yeah. So one night you're going to stop eating, let's say seven or eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to go 12 hours without eating and then start eating at seven or eight o'clock the next day. Yeah. Just rolls over to the next day. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a super easy one to follow. And that's kind of like the minimum effective dose to get a lot of these benefits we're talking about. Well, I'd say if you really want to get benefits, do the fast, but don't just like get get a pizza at the end of the day. Just be like, oh, I'm gonna this is what I'm gonna eat. Mm-hmm. Like, think about that. Your body is craving this fuel for its like body and brain to be fueled, mm-hmm. and you're just gonna shove like these bad carbs and all this bad stuff into your body. Don't do it. If <laughs> you're gonna feel horrible for one, and then maybe you'll blame the fasting. You'll be like, oh. Oh, I, don't, I don't feel good. Maybe it's the fasting. You know, I'm going to cut this out. Try something. Try a rice bowl. We're talking about that in a future episode. We have a lot of ideas for what you can eat and have in these rice bowls. There's mm-hmm. so many different things. But try something that's going to be healthy, and you'll get the full benefit out of your fasting instead of going to something like a pizza or going to something quick and easy, something bad for you. Yeah, I love this. So just this pairs, like intermittent fasting by itself yeah. is not going to be – like an end-all be-all. Exactly. It's pairing it with the healthy foods. Yeah. So this is just another tool to have in your like little utility belt, your little health <laughs> utility belt. <laughs> Batman with all the all the different gadgets in there. This is just one of the tools to help you live a healthier life. Exactly. But you still need the basis of healthy food in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you do just intermittent fasting alone, mm-hmm. it's obviously you're gonna I think it's gonna be beneficial regardless. But if you don't have that healthiness, like, with your meals in there, you're setting yourself up for failure, for sure. Yeah. Like, you're not you're not going to feel good, I feel like. Because exactly. you're going to have this whole time period of where, you're say, you're just starting out, you're not used to not eating. And then when you finally get to that point, and you're just carbo-loading your body or something like that, it's like, you're it's so counteractive to what you're trying to do, and it's like, you're going to put yourself in this, I feel like you're going to be super groggy after all those carbs and everything. It's like, you're going to be so unproductive during that time. Yeah. It's like, I feel like when you eat, it's a good time. Yeah. To relax. Maybe you've done everything for the day. It depends on when it's your start. Like if you're doing it in the morning and mm-hmm. you just eat breakfast, say, if you just carbo load in the morning, you're going to be so unproductive throughout the whole day. Whereas I think if you ate like a rice bowl or a healthy meal, you're going to be functioning very smoothly. Your body's going to be like so energized from this meal because you've been fasting this whole time. You're going to be super productive. Yeah. So that's another thing with like eating unhealthy uh, unhealthy food on this like fasted diet. And then 
to keep pushing yourself is we just mentioned a 12-hour eating window. Yeah. But to start pushing that, go to 13, to 14, and find where your body feels good. Yeah. So slowly starting, obviously, so you're not just completely stressing your body out and doing what I did where I just hated life for a week. I mean, you could do that, <laughs> but just know you'll hate life for a week. Yeah. Yeah, I think – I remember – I don't know if you pushed to 30 one time. Oh, well, that, that'll get into the next strategy. But oh, I'm okay. talking about like a daily routine of I'm only going to eat for this many hours a day. So, yeah, okay. So I would push it, try pushing it all the way to 16, 18 hours a day. Yeah. And just see how your body feels. Mm-hmm. So restricting it down might feel better, might feel worse, but you don't know until you try. Yeah. And make sure that you're not overly pushing yourself or overly dedicating yourself to it. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some days where you just feel like absolutely starving. Exactly. When you'd normally have stopped feeling hungry. Yeah. Don't, don't ignore that. Yeah. Like that's a huge thing. Your body's telling you like, you'll be depleted energy. Mm-hmm. You, you won't be able to think right. Everything, everything's going to be like foggy for you. I mean, people like me and Trevor have experienced that. And it's that point where you're like, okay. I have to eat something. Yeah. Like you need to realize that mark that sign, like what your body's trying to tell you and listen to your body because it needs food. <laughs> it's time. You need to eat. Even if you didn't make your time limit, too bad. Yeah. You need to eat. It goes back to the whole knowing your true hunger. And so it comes with time. It's going to happen every once in a while, especially yeah. as you're learning. But you'll start noticing these differences as you go. Mm-hmm. This leads us to the next strategy, which is, to try a weekly 24-hour fast. Mm-hmm. Like that one, that one scared me too when I first started. <laughs> it's like going a whole day without eating? I don't know about that. Yeah. But you just stop eating one night, let's say again, 7, 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. and you don't eat again till 7 or 8 o'clock the, the next, next night. day. Yeah. And so you're pretty much only eating one meal that day, maybe a light snack afterwards. But this gives your body so much time to just, process rebuild mm-hmm. and rest yeah i think i'm i'm probably about 24 hours now oh really i think so i don't remember when i ate yesterday when we have a rice bowl well, we had the rice bowl probably in the afternoon but oh no 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 the smoothie bowl yeah okay not quite 24 hours i, I <laughs> can easily make 24 hours though once you get used to it though it's just mm-hmm. like it's not a big deal once you start pushing it past 24 though it's like yikes <laughs> <laughs> Well, this kind of brings it back, though, because you can keep pushing it farther. Yeah. And I would start at trying to push to a 24. And so what I used to do is every Sunday, just not eating till Monday night dinner. Mm-hmm. But then I wanted to push it a little bit farther, and I pushed to Tuesday. I pushed to Wednesday. And I've had clients push it all the way up past 72 hours, mm-hmm. being completely not hungry, enjoying life because you're not having to worry about food. Yeah. And you just start dropping weight like crazy. Yeah. I mean... I'd say it's a, f- a feeling out thing. Yes. Like if you're going, you feel good. Okay, keep mm-hmm. going. Still feel good next day? Good. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Still feel good the next day? It all depends on your goals too. But if you're feeling okay and you're not like, say you want to go to the gym and you can still perform in the gym and you can still do all these things, all right, you're you're still good. But like me and Trevor were just talking about, you hit this point where it's like, I would get to the gym sometimes and there'd be nothing. Mm-hmm. I'd like hit so much weight like so much of a lower weight than I did hit last week. And it would be like this thing where like, what's going on? Like I'm losing strength. I'm all this stuff. And it turns out like I just needed food 
Yeah. Like I was pushing myself a little too far and I needed to bring in some calories into my body and I'd energize myself and I'd like the next day I'd be fine. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like go back to the gym. I'm performing fine. Everything like that. So feel it out. You know, if you're still feeling fine, keep going. If you want to keep going. Well, that's what fasting is really all about. Getting you in tune with your body. Yeah. When does it need energy? When does it not? And feeling it when it needs energy. Yeah. And your body's going to take care of you. You're going to live a longer life. You're going to feel better. Mm-hmm. All your organs are going to be functioning better because you're not stressing them for no reason with breaking down food. Yeah. And so realize your body's just one big system, one big factory like Teague was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. The more you take care of it, the more it's going to take care of you. And this can really help you get to know yourself, essentially. Yeah, and one thing to go back on, too, is don't think of this as, like, forcing yourself to do this. Mm-hmm. Think about it as a natural thing. Like, this can occur sometimes where, well, it could have occurred back then where, like, yeah. you don't get food. Okay, well, your body knows what to do. So, let your body take over. Just ride that train out, <laughs> get past that hunger point, and you're cruising. Well, it just kind of goes back to the whole episode that we had talking about the American culture and food. Yeah, exactly. And we just have constant access to food. There's mm-hmm. no other time in human history where you could just go get food delivered exactly. to you at 24-7, go get food out of your fridge 24-7. Mm-hmm. It's never been more convenient than it is now. Exactly. And so give fasting a try. Whether you're going to just start with a 12-hour fast and then push it up from there mm-hmm. and just do that on a daily basis, or you're going to try the longer fast, the 24-hour once a week fast. Yeah. Or try both. That's a great option too. Mm-hmm. See how you feel. See how you feel. And let us know what you think, guys. Let us know how your fasts go. You can talk to us on Instagram anytime. Oh, yeah. We'll be there for you. <laughs> and so if you like this episode, guys, please review us. It helps us out tremendously. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you.